So I was in Tesco last week. Has anyone seen the movie Love Actually? One or two of you. So I was in Tesco, they're playing Christmas music over the tannoy system, and they were playing the Billy Mac version, which is only in that movie, the, the version of Wet Wet Wet's classic, Love is All Around, where they've changed the word Christmas for the word love, and there's that line, if you really love Christmas, come on and let it snow. And they were playing this song in Tesco, and I'm like, what is going on here? But daft as it is, that song kind of works, because Christmas really is a story of amazing love. And I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about the question, how can we know when someone gives us a gift that it is actually a demonstration of love or not? And I pinned it down to these three things, and we're just going to look through them um, this evening. And the first is this, the planning. The planning. Now, this Thursday is a very special day for my wife and I. It is our 16th wedding anniversary. Yeah, come on. She's put up with me for 16 years plus. But let me tell you, there was some planning went into my wedding proposal. So let me take you back. So if we've been married 16 years, we were engaged for a year, so I'm probably talking like 18 years. So our very first date, I was a student in Manchester, and so I took my wife out for a very romantic evening. We went for a top-class dinner at Pizza Hut. (laughs) No joke. And then we went to the movies, and we had a great time, and it it was a great occasion. And so when it came to planning the proposal, that big moment for any couple, I thought, what could be more romantic than echoing back to that very first date? And so we went back to Manchester, and I treated her once again to a Pizza Hut dinner. And we went to the movies and the Christmas markets were out. So we had a look around the Christmas markets and they were all beautiful and twinkly and all that jazz. And if you've been to Manchester at Christmas, they put up this big carousel wheel in the square. We call it the Manchester Eye. And so my planning, my thought about this proposal is that we, I would propose at the top of the Manchester Eye. And so there was some planning went into choosing the ring. So I'd chosen the ring. I'd planned what was going to happen in the evening. I'd planned that what would happen is we'd get on the wheel. And when we got to the very top of the wheel, I'd drop down on one knee. And I'd share the words, the romantic, beautiful words that I'd prepared with my amazing wife. I'd share those words and she would say, of course, John. Yes. I don't know why you're laughing. And so we, we went, we had this evening and we got on the wheel and first of all, we're in the queue and I'm thinking, what if some other people get put in our carriage? That'd be weird. And so I'm kind of praying, please God, just let it just be the two of us. And it was, so that was amazing. And we get on the wheel and my palms are sweating. I'm shaking. I can tell you, I was so nervous. I don't know why, but I was so nervous. And so the wheel comes round and it gets to near the top. I'm thinking, come on, John, you can do it. And we get to the top and it keeps on going. And it's coming back down and I'm thinking, you idiot, you missed your chance. It better go round again. It better go round again. And it goes round again. I'm thinking, here we go. This time, John, you can do it. And it gets to the top and it starts to come back down again. I'm like, John, why have you not just done this yet? Third time lucky. Well, I'm telling you, it got to the top the third time and I dropped down on one knee. I didn't drop the ring, but I forgot everything that I was going to say. And I just said, will you marry me? And thankfully, she said yes. Yeah, come on. There was a lot of thought and planning that went into that moment. Why? Because of my love for Ruth. And when we think of the Christmas story, we can see how much God loves us. 
Why? Because of the planning that went into this moment. Because of the time and the thought and the detail that went into Jesus' birth. In our very first reading this evening, we heard of the dream that Joseph had where an angel appeared to him and spoke the words read in Matthew chapter 1. It says this, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. He'd said, The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And that prophet was the prophet Isaiah, and those words were spoken 700 years before the birth of Jesus. And so I was planning my proposal moment for months before it happened. And you guys have probably been planning for Christmas weeks, maybe even months. But God was planning this moment, the birth of his son, hundreds of years before it happened. And there were other prophecies that speak into this too. Prophecies about his arrival, about his family line, about his name. Prophecies that spoke that he would be born in Bethlehem. So all of this planning went into this very special moment because it was an expression of God's love for you and for me. And so there's the planning and then also there's the cost. And so just coming back to my proposal again, there was a cost involved and that cost was in the form of an engagement ring. Now let me give you a very brief uh, history lesson right now. Pre-1930s, believe it or not, only 10% of engagement rings were fitted with a diamond. And the reason that diamonds came into such a, a forefront of engagement rings is because of a very clever marketing campaign by a diamond company who decided to pitch to the world and create this culture that engagement rings must have a diamond. And not only that, but the expectation was set that the ring should cost three months salary. So there was a cost involved in my engagement ring, but thankfully at the time, I was a student, so I wasn't earning a salary. <laughs> but often it's not the financial cost that demonstrates your love for someone. It could be time, couldn't it? Going out of your way, maybe giving up an afternoon to help someone or giving up an evening to, to volunteer at a community project, whatever it might be. There are a whole bunch of ways in which we can demonstrate our love for someone else. And so in this Christmas story, there was an incredible cost for Jesus. You see, the Bible tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of, glory of God. Every single one of us has messed up, has made a mistake. None of us deserve God's love. But... Jesus came down to earth to save us. Do you know, I think it's so incredible that God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, he didn't choose to send an employee. He didn't instruct an angel to come down to this earth. He put on flesh and he came down to earth himself to deal with us. The boss himself came down to show us love in the form of a vulnerable baby, born not in a grand palace, but in a lowly stable, not on a throne, but in a manger, and not born to a king and a queen, but to a carpenter and his bride. It says in Philippians chapter 2, though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. 
Instead, he gave up his divine privileges and he took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. What this verse is telling us is that God decided to give up all of his godliness and he rolled up his sleeves and he came down to earth to save us. And this verse goes on, it says, When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and he died a criminal's death on a cross. So not only did he humble himself and come down to earth as a man, he paid the ultimate price of his own life in exchange for yours. He died so that we can live. And so we can know that the birth of Jesus is a story of amazing love because of the planning, because of the cost that was involved, and finally, because of the motive. Now, there can be a whole load of different motives, can't there, when it comes to giving a gift. So there's the guilt gift. That's the, uh, the bunch of flowers that you buy for your spouse when you've made yet another mistake. Or it can be the thank you gift where you get something for someone because they've done something nice for you. Or there can be the trade-off gift, where you're going out of your way to do something nice for someone, but only because you want them to do something for you in return. So there can be a whole lot of different motives, but none of those scream love to me. Not one of them screams love, but the gift given to us on that very first Christmas day was a gift that was filled with love. It's not something that we can earn. It's not even something that we deserve. But this gift was given to each and every one of us anyway. The gift of Emmanuel, which we've been singing this evening, which simply means God with us. This gift that was given for all of us so that we can be forgiven for everything we've done wrong, past, present and future. The motive is simply this, so that we can have relationship with our heavenly Father, the Creator, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords and the Prince of Peace. In John 3.16 it says, For God so loved the world, because he so loves each and every one of you, he sent his Son to die, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That is God's gift to you today. Because he loves you so much, he gives you this gift. That if you accept Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, you can have eternal life. Because God is not a distant and uncaring deity. He's a loving and present Father. And he wants you to know his love. His unfathomable, undeserved, unconditional love. I cannot begin to express to you how big his love is for you. And it is a gift that is given freely for each and every one of us. And so we can know that Christmas is a story of amazing love. Because of all of the planning that went in for that moment. Because of the incredible cost. And because the motive is that God wants you to know just how much he loves you. Christmas, the birth of Jesus, is a story of amazing love. 
And so I want to pray with you this evening. And do you know, you might not understand everything about God and about church. Well, welcome to the club because we're all learning and we're all growing in our faith. But I want you to know that God loves you. That God loves you. No matter your background, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, God loves you. And the reason that he came to earth The reason that we celebrate Christmas is because love came down in the form of a baby. And he grew up to be a man who lived a perfect life and who died and then who rose again three days later so that we can have relationship with our Heavenly Father. And you know, I believe there's an opportunity here right now that if you don't know Jesus and if you've not accepted and understood the fullness of his love, then you can do that right now. You can accept this gift that was given freely for us at Christmas. And so maybe you've never given your life to God and you're thinking, you know, because of everything that we've sung, because of everything that we've heard, maybe you're thinking, do you know what? I want some of that love. I want some of that because it's a transformational love. It will change your life forever. And so I'm going to pray in a moment. But maybe you're here this evening and and you have, you know, grown up in church or you've you gave your life to God a long time ago, but for whatever reason you've you've drifted away from it all. And you're thinking, "Do you know what? Maybe now is the time when I come back into my faith. Maybe now is the time when I just recommit my life to God." And so I want to pray with you as well. And so why don't we close our eyes? I'm going to pray a prayer. And, you know, if that, what I've said has resonated with you, why don't you just repeat this prayer in your hearts? Lord Jesus, I thank you that you came and that you died for me. I'm sorry that I mess up, that I make mistakes. And I ask you to forgive me. I invite you into my life right now to be my Lord and my Saviour to be my hope so that I may know your love for me. God, I thank you for everything that this Christmas time means, that it demonstrates the love that you have for each and every one of us. And God, we just thank you. We thank you for the thought and the detail and the planning that went into this moment. God, we thank you for the incredible cost as you gave up your godliness, but then as you went to the cross and you died for us, You gave up your life for me. God, I thank you. And I thank you that you you weren't doing it because you wanted something from me. You weren't doing it because you felt guilty. You were doing it because you love each and every one of us. And so we praise you and we thank you right now. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 